Sunday poor. We are back. Coming to you on this Thursday night. Right smack dab in the middle of Thursday night football. Bucks lead the Bears right now. 16 to 14. The Padres are having their hands full with the Dodgers down 6-2. But of course, the main event as Brady chews out a receiver on the sideline. The main event, the Yankees pulled, peeled themselves off the mat, forced the game five. Tomorrow, 7.05, maybe 6.05, who knows? We don't know yet. Um, I'm a little surprised. I had him dead. But let me bring in my cousin, my co-host. How are you? What are you drinking? I'm doing a lot better than I expected to be. Different um, to 24-hour a little different. Shit, shit. Uh, Cleo Mack is treating Tom Brady like a little bitch. This is great. And that's not even the best part of the night. Uh, Yankees, uh, yeah, last time we talked on the show, we were down and out. Didn't even bother doing a show after yesterday's game. We kind of thought this was it. And uh, here I am tonight, sipping on a little red wine and uh, looking forward to game five. I got the ace, ace on the hill and... Just looking forward to see and looking forward to a, a chance at the ALCS. A chance I didn't think we would have. Yeah, I didn't like our chances tonight. Uh, I thought, you know, after game two, all right, you, you know, you bounce back. You have Tanaka on the mound. Once they beat Tanaka, it just felt like all along their plan was to win the Cole games and Tanaka. And yep. once they, once they beat Tanaka, it just felt like the plan backfired. We were dead, but. Jordan Montgomery, say what you want. I mean, I, I for some reason, I had irrational faith in him. Maybe not so much going into this start because I just felt like the team was going to be lifeless. Yep. And uh, for most of it, the offense kind of was lifeless. But um, I had irrational confidence in this guy. He, I, I saw a little bit of Andy Pettit in him throughout the season and, and even before Tommy John. And uh, I don't know. I, I guess that was like the 2020 version of Andy. Like back in the day, Andy would go maybe seven. The 2020 mm-hmm. version of Andy goes four innings and throws 62 pitches. Yeah. He's, not allowed, yeah. he's not allowed to pitch into the fifth. There's, um, there's a lot of guys who deserve credit for tonight's win. Like the, the Green, Britt, and Chapman all came in and did exactly what. Like Green turned back the clock to a year or two ago. Britton was really good, and Chapman closed it, closed it down. Uh, Gardner had a great game. Um, if I was giving out three stars, uh, I think Montgomery gets my third star. Uh, just he, he did everything you wanted him to do tonight. You know, I, you know me, I, I probably would get killed if I was a real manager. I would get killed for leaving guys in too long because I would have brought him out there, which probably would have been the wrong move. I think I would have let him go another inning, but um, that probably would have been the wrong move. Obviously, can't second guess it when Green – Looked like he did tonight and shut yeah, down. Yeah, I mean, Green hasn't looked that good in three years. No, no. Um, my second star would be Glaber. Monster home run. Helped helped us out at the end there. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't know single, about you. But single it, stolen base. Yeah, I don't know about you, but yeah. until Glaber hit that home run, it still felt like we were going to lose that game. There was uh, – even going to the ninth, I'm like, you know, this it, it, we've seen Chapman blow before. He's been sitting for a long time. I, I, don't, I don't know what to expect. Um, and we you know the Rays that they, they just kind of show up when you least expect it and just fuck you over and they take you down and they didn't do that tonight. They didn't have that. They didn't have that big hit in them, but my, my, my first star, um, we'll let him out into the ice is, uh, Kyle H 
who Higgy. He had he had an incredible game. Um, he had he had the RBI at the end that made it five one, but in the th- in the third inning, which is the most trouble that Montgomery got in got into, he blocked about four or five balls in the dirt. That and I, I'm not he doesn't get the he doesn't get the first star because I'm comparing him to Sanchez. But if Sanchez is in there, uh, I'm saying at least three of those balls are getting by him, if not all of them. Uh, and and that game is a much different game. He 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 saved he saved their bacon right there in that inning. He saved Montgomery. And to give Montgomery credit, he battled back. He didn't let those pitches, you know, he got wild. He didn't let it ruin him. Didn't let it ruin his day. And uh, I, I give I, I give Higashioka all kinds of credit as as, as I pronounce his name properly the first time um, in sixty seven games or whatever it's been. He uh, he's my first starter now. I don't know about you, but he, he did. He really impressed me, and that's why that's exactly why he's in there. Yeah, he definitely. I mean. The- you know, did those things you mentioned, stuff that's not going to show up in the box score. Uh, I mean, he did have two hits, too. That's going to show up in the box score. So he had a pretty good night. Yes. But he's having decent at-bats, you know, Higashioka. He had the one yeah. at-bat with the bases loaded where he struck out. He looked just overmatched with, you know, whoever that guy was Sec- throwing uh, sidewinder bullshit. Like second inning, right? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, and the reason I thought, even when it was 2-1, that it felt like we were going to blow it is just because of those missed opportunities we had. You know, Judge left guys on base. He's uh, got to get it right, man. Yeah. Got to get him right. If they're, if they're going to go further than tomorrow and even after tomorrow, they, they, they're going to need Judge to turn it on a little bit. Yeah. I mean, and then the good thing about a game five is, you know, clean slate. It's do or die, and everything you've done up to that point doesn't mean anything. But regardless, yep. Judge has to uh, – Judge has to find his way at the plate because he's terrible. And we had the leadoff guy on in, like, every inning and just couldn't cash in, it felt like. You know, DJ DJ leads off in the first, gets it there on an infield single, you know, and then after that it's three up, three down. In the second inning, as we talked about, you know, we loaded the bases. The guy walks the ballpark after Voight's solo thing, and we only get one run out of it. I will say DJ, great at bat in that spot because, you know, you could tell it's it's never a a comfortable at bat against those guys who throw sidearm. And mm-hmm. with with two strikes, he just flicked the wrist out there. Didn't try to do, do uh, to do too much, and just hit a you know a little lazy fly ball into right for to score Gardner. So uh, this is great situational hitting. Good to see in this day and age where you don't really see that. A lot of guys would have tried to just uh, hit a you know four run homer there, just swinging out of their shoes trying to hit a salami, and he just flicked the wrist. Um, third inning, same thing. Hicks uh, leadoff single, Stanton double play. Fourth inning, Gardner leadoff. Like, we kept getting guys on base and just the bats would go silent. Mm-hmm. So that's, what, that's why it felt to me like the Glaver home run. And I don't know if I'd give him my number one star. I think I would give it to Montgomery. I just uh, – maybe just because our pitching has been such shit in this playoff <laughs> that, like, four, four innings, one run really felt like eight innings of shutout ball like back 20, <laughs> 25 years ago. Um, but I feel like he really had – a couple moments there where he could have crumbled, you know, in the first inning, he gives up uh, a leadoff single. And I was like, Oh, here we go. Big double play to get, yep. to get out. Yeah. Boyd steps on first because you know, that the dude, Randy, uh, arrows Zarina. I can't, I'm not Randy's his name. Rose Compoyo. Yeah. yeah. Rose Compoyo. You know, I'm like, Oh, this guy's going to come up right out of the gate now with a couple guys on huge. Double he, fucking, play. he looked human tonight. He did look human tonight, and you know part of that was Montgomery. And then, uh, obviously, in the third inning, it wasn't ideal. We we had scored the two runs, and you know, second and third, 
nobody out, he could have crumbled there. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. He gets the big strikeout of Zanino. He walks Diaz, mm-hmm. which I think he was pitching around him to load the bases there. And obviously, mm-hmm. the uh, they score a run on the fielder's choice, which I know you weren't a big fan of the shift there. Oh, it was very no, routine. I, it was it was a, it was tailor made four six three. I got I got a couple complaints, and that's like that whole thing. So what Ant's talking and that about was is, Andy pitch. That was like Pettit type pitching there. What what Ant's talking about there is, um, yeah, bases loaded, and they they blew a shift on Brandon Lau, where Glaber's on the second base side of second base, which makes no sense because if it was a ground ball to that side. How, how do you turn two? He's going back. He's going on his heels backwards. He's, he's catching a throw. He almost, I mean, he, he had trouble receiving the throw just in general to step on second and get that one out, let alone get two. I mean, two ends the inning. You don't get that run, that one run across. It's two nothing. This, that, that just doesn't, doesn't make any sense. And that, that to me is like, that, that to me is a, a management error that you cannot have. Because every, every run, every run matters. I mean, it didn't matter because you know the pitching staff did a great job, shut shut him down um, from there on out. But I mean, that says you have to give your team a chance, and you have to aid them in certain ways. That's that's just um, support from management that that you need, and not, and not to have them position the right way for a double play because you want because you want to follow this uh, uh, this shifting playbook that you have it makes no fucking sense to me. Again, it's just going. It's the same thing we saw in Game Two. It's just getting too cute for your own fucking good. You're getting too cute for baseball. It's co- baseball common sense doesn't exist anymore because everybody's got this. Uh, I don't know, like a eleventh finger on the pulse of what's going on. Doesn't make it. Just doesn't make any sense. Uh, bothers me. Bothers me a lot. There's one other thing. Well, I got another nitpick mm. while we're at it, if you don't mind. In in the fifth, uh, Judge walks on four pitches, and then what does Hicks do? Swings in the first pitch and pops up. At that point, again, it's a tight game. Every run matters. Hicks is the one guy, is one of the few guys that you have that you trust to put together a really good at bat. And he swings in the first pitch and pops up. This is the, why, this why is the fifth doing inning? That. The fifth inning, yeah. And then Stanton struck out on like six pitches or five pitches or something. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's, that, was, that was the at bat where Stanton looked at a couple and then chased uh, the, maybe a slider outside. Yeah, he reverted back to his old form until that last at bat where he doubled. And like, I think yeah. it was seventh. He was he was yeah. chasing a little bit today. Yeah, I'm rooting. I'm rooting for him now because when, when he's when he's on fire, he's so electric. When he's on fire, and you're like, all right, let's see it. Let's see it in some kind of extended run here where we start winning a little bit behind you, and, uh, and then he goes down. You know, does what he does tonight, not looking like he did earlier in the. In the series, yeah, you know, for a night. And Voight, Voight, you said, kind of switched that superpowers with him for at least this first. Yeah, that five hole has magical powers, I guess. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But I just like those little things are, are little, like little team game type things that help you win a game. And, and again, I mean, it's nitpicking at this point, but um, yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't. A four, after a four pitch walk, why are you swinging? The, why are you swing out your heels? Make the guy throw a fucking strike. And you're capable of going deep into account, fouling off some pitches, going three two, and getting a big hit. Yeah, well, or, I mean, or, you see or, that shit all the time, like in the. Uh, uh, bothers me. Bothers me. I think it was the was it the eighth inning, top of the eighth, or top of the ninth. Mm-hmm. Whoever it was against Chapman or Britain, like down three four runs, the guy swung at the first pitch, leading off the inning. I think it was the eighth. 
Yeah, I don't care when the other team does it. <laughs> yeah, but it just shows you like those things go lost on yeah, modern yeah. you know, twenty twenty. It was Zunino in the top of the eighth with Britain coming in, or Britain was already in, I guess, and he fouled off with like a sinker to start. Zunino off. might be my he might be my least favorite Ray. I don't like I don't like I don't like any of them. Snell, obviously, uh, but Zunino I can't stand. I wonder if uh, wonder if Snell goes tomorrow. I don't, I'm sure they haven't. I mean, they were up two one in the series, so they didn't have a reason to announce a game five starter. I wonder say, if he goes or if they do the little bullpen. Well, they say Glass now and Snell were available today, so I assume they're both available tomorrow. Yeah, Glass now though that'd be two days rest for Glass now. Yeah, I feel like that always works against the Yankees, though. There's, they always do that against the Yankees. They'll bring somebody out, and he's, like, electric for an inning. Anybody else does it, like, against any other team. Or the Yankees did. I'm sure the guy would have fucking Tommy John surgery in a week. But I always feel that it works again. I, I, I want it to happen because you figure two days rest, you can crush the guy. But uh, I feel like that always works against yeah. the Yankees. Well, he would be in a very reserved role. He'd probably get, like, two innings out of him, maybe three tops. Oh yeah, no, he's not. Like they're gonna have, they're. I'm gonna guess they're gonna throw the kitchen sink at us tomorrow. You know, whether it be Snell, Glass, now that dude Anderson who was awesome the other night. He's probably like their best reliever. They got Anderson, Fairbanks who closed it out uh, game two. He'll be available. I think it's gonna be a like a a, you know opener type of you know Rays 2020 type of game tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know if you're gonna get a traditional start from somebody. Piece it together, yeah. And I, I wonder how long they'll let Cole go in this on, on short rest. I think it'll be, and I think it'll be solely based on his effectiveness. He can I mean, go. He can go he, nine. He can go three. If he's throwing a two hitter through six, and he's got ninety eight pitches. He's coming off for the seventh. I, if I'm managing, yes. But you're asking. <laughs> I'm not. You're asking the wrong guy. I'm not. I'm not yeah. making the call. Yeah, yeah he's definitely coming. Yeah. I mean, definitely yeah. um, going yeah. back out there on the mound, yeah. Uh, I would think so, yeah. But you gotta, you gotta air it out, man. Yeah, I wish. To, I, you know, I mean, I, with, and with Montgomery today, I was just thinking like how he got pulled after four, and you knew once Green got up for a third time in between innings that that was yeah, it. When, yeah, yeah, he was, uh, ju- he was ready to go. And the fact that Adam Montavino was up, sometimes I think Boone is just trolling us, man. Like how, <laughs> how is that guy? How is that guy warming up? Like, where's the, what's the situation where Adam Montevito has to come in? Montgomery gave up nine runs in Adam Montevito time. Even then, man, you still got to hold them at nine. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, I was just thinking with Montgomery and just how much the game has changed. Like, obviously the strategy worked out today. You know, going to green, I would have let, let Montgomery start the fifth with Zunino and kind of took okay. it batter to right. batter. Mm-hmm. Um. Obviously, strategy works. I don't think the bullpen gave up a hit. I think the I think the walk by Chapman and that was another thing. I don't know why he took Britain out there. Like Britain was cruising. Like why did why not just give Chapman a clean inning? But I don't know the Chapman's got to get the. I, I know, it works out, so I don't want to complain. It worked out. We're we're sitting here two two. Um, yeah. But with Montgomery going the four innings, this got me thinking like Pettit back in '96, like. Pettit was – you let guys pitch back in the day. Yeah, let them gut it out a little bit. You know what I mean? I look back to, like, the 96 yeah. World Series when Pettit gets bombed in game one, destroyed. And then he yeah. comes back in game five. And, like, what if what if Torrey had just pulled him out 
when he got into trouble. Yeah. And he got into trouble in that sixth inning in 96, the one mm-hmm. where he, uh, he threw Smoltz out at third on the barehanded bunt. Next mm-hmm. pitch, double mm-hmm. play. You know, one six one six three double play. Like, I don't know. I, I just feel like with Montgomery, Montgomery definitely showed me something tonight. But I don't, are they ever going to, like, really let him prove himself is my point. Like, or is it just, this is baseball now. We got four innings out of our guy. We, we have to go to our bullpen, our loaded bullpen, which was great tonight, but really hasn't been. <laughs> you know what? If you win tomorrow, you're going to need more than four innings out of your starters next week in a, in, in a seven-game series where you're playing every day. You can't do that every day. You can't have a guy go four innings. You can't. You you need length from these guys, whether it's Cole or Tanaka or Montgomery or Garcia. You're gonna need length out of these guys. You know what I mean? You're not gonna. You, you you can't afford to just run to the bullpen the second you smell trouble. Yeah, I just I, I there's there's just not a willingness to let a guy gut it out anymore. They'd ra- they, the the managers would rather hit the panic button sooner than later and say, okay, let's go. I'd rather watch. I'd rather watch a, a reliever sweat it out than the guy who got me here, you know, who's been, who has been gutting it out. Which that was the thing with Montgomery is you saw him get through those jams, which, I mean, I remember you saying this in, in um, I don't know if you were saying it in spring training or summer camp, but I remember you saying it before the season started where, you know, you, you kind of see, you, you saw the Andy Pettit in him and he gets, in, he could get it into and out of situations, um, which you said earlier in the season. Yeah, it's, which is what um, he had to do in the third and the fourth tonight. And he, yeah, and, he, and so you, you saw him do it. And that kind of stuff can only build a guy's confidence, right? I mean, how many times you see a guy gut out and anything like that and then come out and go one, two, three the next inning? Now, he didn't do that from the third to fourth inning, right? He, he got in trouble again in the fourth a little bit. He got, so it yeah. wasn't like he was, so it wasn't like he was shutting the team down. So, but like I said, get, getting into and out of trouble can only build your confidence. So if you walk a guy, it's not the end of the world, right? Especially if Montgomery could roll a double play in the next pitch as long as the guys are positioned properly. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I just I, – I don't know where that – why there's no willingness. I, I guess it's because they have this – because they have a 1,000 guys in the bullpen that they can use and that they, that they trust. They really don't, though. That's the problem. Well, they feel like they like, do. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I know. They, like you I, I saw mean, the only three guys. I and mean, Green has kind of been on the fringe – of trustworthy. I mean, he wasn't good in game three. Yeah. And he wasn't yeah. very, he wasn't great in that game two against Cleveland either. He's, he's on the fringe of trustworthy. He's kind of like, we have like, we have two and a half relievers. He was good. electric. Though. He was, he was electric. He's back on circle of trust, back on circle of trust tonight. Yeah. I don't know if, I mean, I'm sure he'll be available if you need him for an inning tomorrow, but I don't know how much you get out of him because he pitched the last two. Yeah. Last two games. Um, yeah. And and the Rays, you know, that's going to be kitchen sink with them. I mean, how many players does I want to look? I want to see their postseason roster, man. How many <laughs> players does this team have? They, it's like, I feel like they pinch hit like four or five guys, and every time I see a reliever up, it's a new guy I've never heard of. Aaron Loop was warming up, man, for ex Blue Jay. I didn't even know Aaron Loop was on the team. Like, there's no way they only have 25, 26 guys. It feels like they have like forty. It feels like it's a September call. Like there's forty guys. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. They're, they're deep. I guess. They got guys so, making their MLB debut the other night. McClanahan, you see this guy? <laughs> yeah. I had yeah. I had to look up and see if he was related to Rue McClanahan. Bl- Bl- Blanche, the Golden Girls. Yeah, I know. Would you be changing your um, 
your affinity for for the Rays right there? Would you be a Rays fan immediately if if Ruben Clinton's grandson was on was on the Rays? No, nah, I was just more of like a fun fact I would pass <laughs> off on people. I mean, everybody every, everybody loves Ru. Everybody loves Blanche. Oh no, Blanche, L- yeah. Cougar. Literally, literally, everybody loved Blanche. Oh, yeah. Blanche and got she around. Was, she was more than happy to brag about it. Yeah, that was the thing. Hey, good for Blanche, man. She got she had, she had her cake and ate it, too. She was a feminist, really, in my mind. Yeah, absolutely. Why can't she have a good time? Ahead of the curve. Old, old She was way ahead of her time, man. Older, good-looking woman. She's going out. And she was very open about it. And she took took the slings and arrows from uh, Sophia and everybody else, calling her a slut and a tramp and a whore and all this kind of stuff. But she still went on to her thing. Mm-hmm. No problem. Yeah. Good, 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 good woman. Yeah. Rest in peace. That, that, that Blanche Devereaux. <laughs> Blanche Devereaux. <laughs> <laughs> Requiem for Blanche Devereaux. Yeah. I mean, this, anything, anything could happen on Sunday poor. But when it comes to the Golden Girls, we'll always stop and pause and say what's on our No, own. it's the it's Pro good. Golden Girls podcast. It's, it's an important show. Uh, is Bet is uh, Betty White the only the last living one? She's still yeah. Around? Everybody else is dead. Yeah, everybody else is dead. Betty White's like a hundred. Yeah. Man. Everybody, that was a big that was a big thing early on the coronavirus. If you remember, the beginning of the pandemic was protect Betty White. Oh, and then then we that, then we realized that it's this thing's not going anywhere for a long time. So everybody stopped playing those cute games. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, this is, yeah, we're doing this for a couple of years, aren't we? Um. We'll keep. We'll still keep an eye for Betty White. I'm sure she's quarantining, um, wherever wherever she lives. Yeah, I'm sure it's someplace nice. Shout out Betty White. Let's see how old yeah. is Betty White exactly. I'm gonna say she's. If she's not a. I'm gonna say she's 98. 98. Yeah. She will be she 99 in January. Nailed it. Yep. Bingo. Wow. 99. Yeah. She. Uh, yeah, she she had a long, long career, man. I and mean, she was working in like the sixties. I mean, I guess they all did, right? But like she she's been an entertainer for uh, her entire life. Yeah. Betty. Uh yeah, played like the Dits on Golden Girls. Yeah, she was a Dits. She was like the um, butt of the jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta do it. We gotta do that. I mean that was that was one of the highlights of the pandemic was I saw that very special episode. Of the Golden Girls. Which one was, what was it? Oh, shit. I don't know. We talked about it here. Did we? I don't know. Yeah, I forget what it was. Now, fuck, what was it? One night. Oh, it was when she got sick or something. What was it? She had to go to the doctor to get checked for something. I don't remember. She had to wait for the results. Oh, no, that's what I see. Uh, it, was, uh, it was an AIDS scare, HIV scare. She had uh, like a blood transfusion or something like at some point, and they had Rose? And Rose was her name, right? Rose, yeah, and they had a caller to tell her, like, oh, you're coming for an AIDS test because we, we might have used a dirty needle or given you dirty blood or something like that or some sort of error. So she was she had to deal with that whole uh, process of going to the hospital. Of course, everybody's there for, um, you know, that kind of shit. Wow. Very, tu- very touching episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have to check that one out. Maybe it's on YouTube. It's, uh, yeah, man, they, they, they no problems tackling the issues. I can't remember. I, I mean, I remember watching that show. I can't remember really a specific episode. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I only remember that one because I watched it three months ago, two months ago, whatever. Yeah. Well, pandemic was I, good for something. You caught up on some Golden Girls, <laughs> some B. Arthur. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if there's like a specific Golden Girls I remember. I did. Did I, I tell you I watched the? Uh, I think I, I think we talked about this too, where I watched. Um, 
there was like a spinoff of the Golden Girls. No. Did you know? Did you did you know this? There's a spinoff, and ah shit, I think it was Blanche. Yeah, Blanche ran a hotel in uh, New Orleans, maybe. <laughs> really. Yeah, uh, Golden Palace. That's the name of it. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's Florida again. But Golden Palace. Yeah, I would think it's Florida. What's she moving to New Orleans for? Yeah, no, I don't know. But I just know the, the episode was about. Um, they had like a the ladies' guild. The ladies' guild of uh, the Confederacy was coming, uh-huh. and so she put up a Confederate flag. And Don Cheadle is uh, was the, one of the co-stars. Took took like some serious offense to you know the Confederate flag. You know, obviously, what it represents scumbag, loser, traitors. Uh-huh. He took offense to that, and uh, that was like the whole episode was him and Blanche, kind of Blanche giving the old, uh, "Oh, it's just Southern tradition, you know, don't worry about it." And oh wow, and Don Cheadle being like Don Cheadle being like Southern traditions, like you know how they treated guys like me in the South under that flag, and it was like a whole thing. That was the whole episode. Did Blanche, yeah. did Blanche like learn a lot? You know that she. Oh, they hugged it out at the end. Yeah, come on. This is a half-hour sitcom. They hugged it out. I just wanted to make sure that she was, you know, richer for the experience of coming across she Don Cheadle. She was, right, yeah. Good for Blanche. I think maybe the worst thing for Blanche to do in her life was to own a hotel. Yeah, but it, it seems like an yeah, odd... It seems odd. Yeah, or perfect match. I don't know. Yeah. All right. I don't know. Which, she's probably wearing out the... Uh, she probably had her own corner room or something. <laughs> corner so, suite. Yeah, that should be a balcony that, action. It's, yeah, it's not a crazy thing that the AIDS scare was Betty White and not Rue McClellan. It was a little swerve. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Where were we? <laughs> so, so the kid the Rays, the Rays really have a lot of pitchers and position players. <laughs> the, so. <laughs> So the kid wasn't related to Rue McClellan? I couldn't that find it. I did a little. Oh, okay. I mean, he, he's not really, he's not really famous enough to have a Wikipedia page. He, so that's where I get my information. All right. Well, maybe one day. Yeah, I don't even know his first name. Scott, maybe. Scott McClellan, isn't that somebody Scott else? Scott McClanahan. Oh, McClanahan. Yeah, that shit. Whatever. Scott McClanahan. That's not it. Well. McClanahan right. on the Rays. Let's see. Shane. Shane McClanahan. Yeah. Gave him a, I gave him oh. a cooler name than he deserved. <laughs> Shane. I think he was a lefty. I think, I think it was his major league debut. Hey, does uh, what's his name Ryan Yarborough, does he look like anybody to you? Uh, I have to Google him. Google him and take a look at him because I got one guy in my – I don't think it's who I'm thinking of. Famous right? or like someone we know? Like a fam, yeah, famous. I don't know what the what the I, I have it written down, but I I don't think it's the right. He oh, you know who he looks like? He looks like the guy from those Geico commercials. The guy from the Geico, not Geico. It's cell phone commercials. What he looks like know. Flo's assistant or whatever. The dorky guy. Yeah, Joey. What's his name? I don't know. He looks like that guy's a dweeb. Yeah, look at Google Ryan Yarbrough. <laughs> Google Ryan Yarbrough. And look at the first. Pi- I went, I'm going solely on his first picture that came up. Uh, I'll, I'll look. I'll have to look it up. But my, I thought if he had like red hair, he looked more like Scott Farkas. You uh, see any of that? But I don't think. I don't think I'm. I think that was just me trying to fit a name. I'm not sure. You see any Farkas in him? 
I don't know. Scott. I can't picture Ryan Yarbrough bullying anybody. <laughs> no, no, there was oh, that was yeah, crafty. I was, I, was, I was stretching that a little bit. Is there something in the face though? I don't know. I, I don't think Farkas is the guy. I was hoping that you saw something in him. I don't think it was Flo's assistant though. <laughs> Flo's assistant. I don't even know his name. Yeah, I the mean, guy should always pitching around. It's bad enough we know Flo's name. I'm not one to like to hope people lose their job, but I'm tired of Flo. What is that? Progressive? Is that her? Oh yeah, yeah. I could, what did I say Geico? Yeah, whatever. Don't say that. If you see the per- the kid's name, don't. I don't want to know the name of the kid. You don't want to know his name? No, nah, I don't. He doesn't deserve to, to know my name. He's an he's an ad he's a he's an ad character. I don't need to know who he is. Okay. He's not. I can't, he's not, I can't um, find it anyway. So. He's not. Uh, oh shit! Who's the dog from the Coke? Oh, no. Dog. From like Coke commercials? No, not the dog. I see. What? See, I was, I was trying to. Think, I was trying to call back something from the eighties. I don't I didn't remember what it was. Uh, Max Headroom. He's not a dog. But how about that? That's a guy. That's that's a good ad character right there. Max Headroom. Max Headroom. You don't know who Max Headroom is? No, which one is that? Uh, it's from the 80s. I mean, if you saw his picture, maybe you would know. I just Googled and him. Ma- I don't know. What, 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 what was he, Coke? Max Headroom? Was he, yeah. Max Headroom. I don't know if it's the right Mc- guy. McDonald's? British fictional art- artificial intelligence character known for his wit and stuttering. Oh, I thought he was like an ad guy. Huh. Mm. Oh, television, like a, television hijack. Well, that's yeah, that's something separate. Oh yeah, Coke, used, he was the spokesman for a new Coke. Uh, oh, for new Coke, delivering the yeah, slogan that, "Catch the wave." The the um yeah, he talked like, kind of funny because he was like a computer generated thing, and so that was his whole shtick. Yeah, but yeah, there's there's um I think it was in Illinois, there was a hijacking of like a local television, not hijacking, but it was like a local TV station. And somebody, um, like, split into the um, into the broadcast, whatever it was on. Yeah. And I forget, it was just, it's, weird, it's the weirdest shit ever. And one of the things they did was Max Headroom. And he came on and said some shit. Something about the governor, the sheriff, I have no idea. It's, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. They, they still have no idea who, who did it. And this was in the 80s at some point. Yeah, it's right here. They it, say it was in 87, November 22nd. Yeah, it's, it's just Chicago. if you see, the, if you watch the video, it's bizarre and it makes no sense. Um, at least you know, all this time, thirty-three years later, it makes no sense. But uh, oh, now goes Foles. Um, but yeah, that's Max Headroom's claim to fame was New Coke and the uh, the hijacking. Catch the wave. All right, well, I'll <laughs> look out for that. Anyway, I think Max Headroom would take down Flo's. Dweeby little assistant. Angel. And Ryan Yarbrough. Yes. Spuds McKenzie. That's the dog I was thinking of. Spuds McKenzie, who was uh, is a beer beer dog. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it was Miller or Coors or, or Bud. Probably Bud. Spuds, Bud, Bud. Yeah. Bud Light. I'm going to say he's a Bud Light dog. Spuds McKenzie. Yeah. I don't remember him either. This is, yes. <laughs> this, is all, this is all 80s guys, man. Yeah. Foles hit as he throws. Uh, There's a flag down. I don't know. Is Foles going to get the Brady call? 
Slope got hit pretty good. Uh, what do we got here? Wearing a mouth holds fulls. It's either holding or a late hit. Uh, that's probably not a late hit, but he might get the call. Put a star next yeah, to that one if the Bears drive and kick a field helmet. goal. Oh, he, land, oh, he rolled off of him. Huh? Helmet? I mean, they see a helmet? I don't know. Wow. That's, that first I mean, you can't, yeah, ru- I, you can't even risk roughing the passer on third and whatever that was, like 27. What was that? Yeah, it was third. That was third and forever. <laughs> yeah. Helmet? Mm. Yeah, I mean, no, I didn't, didn't even. I don't know what the ref saw. Whatever. Uh, but he was hit as he threw, though. Literally. I mean, they're undisciplined, the Buccaneers. Undisciplined. 10 penalties, 104 yards. That's, that's their MO. They're undisciplined, this team. Yeah. Now you give Nick Foles another oh, chance. A uh, big one yard throw. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So it's official call tomorrow. I mean, obviously, I don't know. If they made it, they they basically hinted at it heading into Game Four, right? I mean, if they do anything besides Cole, I think, I mean, I, I guess we would riot. Yeah, and who's if like let's say Cole's ineffective and they and he you know puts us in a little bit of hole out of the game four or five nothing. Who's your who's your first man up? Oh man, it's, it's got to be Garcia. Right? He's the only guy with any length that can go. Um, I think it is Garcia. It yeah. has, I, I would not bring him in mid-inning. I think if yeah, I um, needed if I needed to bail Cole out of a jam, I'd probably go green only because green probably won't be available for that many pitches tomorrow, you know, third day right, in a row. Right, could close an inning out or something. Yeah, just yeah, use, yeah. Him, use him to uh, get out of a jam or something, retire a couple yeah. guys. And then probably yeah. Debbie would be the guy to start the clean inning, though. But even De- you know, the problem with Debbie is he's made six career starts, mm-hmm. never come, never came out of the bullpen. I know, you know, the playoffs are different. Kind of have to have a little bit of a next man up sort of uh, adjust on the fly attitude. Mm-hmm. It is a risk, though. If you, need, I mean, you're in a bad position if you have to go to Debbie in the third or fourth inning tomorrow. Anyways, I just, uh, I don't know. He's my, I mean, he's the answer. I think you came up with the right answer. It's, yeah, there's nobody else. I don't think there's anybody else. Who, who do you go to? I mean, I don't, I don't want. You know, the guys I don't want to see are Hap. I don't want to see Ottavino. You don't want to see Lewisaga. Yeah, I mean, I'd see, I'd see Lewisaga. I, I've, you talked me into Lewisaga as an option at all. But just to, well, he's been you know, bad. Though. Like I'm, I'm off the wise guy. He can't. Yeah, I'd rather see him than Adavino. I feel like if Adavino comes in, I've, I'd rather see. I'd rather see everybody else in that bullpen before I saw Adavino. I'd rather is, see yeah. Montgomery. I'd, I'd, I'd rather see Montgomery tomorrow than over Adavino. No, Adavino's the worst. He's the lowest. On yeah. The pe- yeah. Unfortunately, he's not the lowest yeah. on Bruce pecking order. But yeah, he's definitely the lowest. On uh, our <laughs> on Sunday, Port's pecking order. Sunday, oh, yeah, Adovino's sure. not uh, way. He's way out of the circle. Yeah, not even close to the circle. Not invited to the circle. Uh, you're not even going to tell him where the circle is. Not going to tell him what what street it's on or what state it's on or state it's in. Yeah. I don't want him anywhere near the circle. I don't want that face looking at this face when he's when his kids throw my dice. You know what I mean? Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Put a Put him in the bathroom. I don't even want him in the, him in the fucking bathroom. Yeah. Leave him in the locker room. Yeah. Like in Put Rookie in of the... the Year when they, they wrap up Daniel Stern. 
<laughs> that's what I want. That's what I want out of Vino. Boone while you're wow. at it too. Jo- Jojo the whale, Frankie coffee cake, and Daniel Stern. Yeah, all on the <laughs> stick on the bathroom. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want my A relievers looking at that face when they're warming up. All right, week five has begun. Two-minute warning here in the fourth quarter. See if the Bears can uh, get in field goal range. What could go wrong? A Bears kicker trying to uh, win the game at the buzzer. Uh, (laughs) We'll see if they get in field goal range first, but uh, we're going to give you some picks. I've been ice cold. You've been killing it, so uh, I only have one way to go it up. You want to start off? or No, I defer uh, once again. Defer. Yeah, you. Even though last week, I think the last two weeks you took my first pick. Did I? I have four which, picks written down, so I don't know. I'm gonna have to. I have five. I have five written down. Five. Okay. Then, if we if we match on a mutual game, then we may just have to make that a joint Sunday poor pick. All right. Okay. I don't know if you're gonna. I, get, I don't know if you're gonna match any of these. So. If uh, let's see, if you have any of my top three. I will. I will definitely match with you. Okay. My 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 bottom my bottom four and five. I I'm not confident in. But it'll be all right. It'll be a separate column for joint Sunday poor. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I am going to Sunday poor joint. We'll call it that. My the Sunday poor joint. Yeah. The SPJ. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna start on Monday night and kind of work my way back. Okay. All right. I'm going with the Saints laying the seven and a half. Okay. I don't know where this game is being played. Apparently, it might be in Indianapolis because there's a hurricane coming. I mean, if there's one thing we know, New Orleans thrives. The, the Saints, I should say, thrive on the hurricane. You know, Katrina. They won the Super Bowl out of the year after that. Um, but that's I'm just kidding around. I, That has has nothing to do with with the pick. I just think, um, I mean, the Chargers defense last week after, and it wasn't all their fault that the turnover at the end of the half killed them. Mm -hmm. I just think um, the Chargers defense last week really got exposed. They got a couple injuries. I think the cornerback is still hurt, Chris Harris. At least I'm hoping because I'm factoring that into my pick. Uh, It's seven and a half, so it's a pretty big number. But I think we saw the Saints – they had a get-right spot with the Lions, which I was worried about with Detroit. Kind of, I was rooting for them. And I think this could be a spot where the Saints could be – the Saints are a team that I think is going to struggle with good teams. I don't think the Chargers are good. I think this is a spot where the Chargers, you know, at some point the Chargers are going to be up double digits in this game. And if you're asking me who I'd rather, you know, which side I'd rather be on at that point, I'll take the Saints when they're up like 10 to 14 points, even if the back door is open at the end. I'll take the Saints indoors, whether it's New Orleans or Indianapolis, on the fast turf. Uh, so give me the Saints laying the seven and a half. I don't love the Saints. And the Chargers, the Chargers have kind of grown on me. Is Thomas back? He, did he play last week? I can't remember. I don't think he played last week, no. I don't, I don't know the deal with Thomas. I, I, I'm winging it. I didn't look at the injury report. I think the cornerback <laughs> for the I think the cornerback for the Chargers is still hurt. I'm going with that. Um but I, I just think, you know, primetime game, Saints will get uh, – Saints another get-right spot. They go to three and two, take care of business against the Chargers. Mm. That one's not my list, Dan. All right. 
I like Herbert, man. I think Herbert was. I think Herbert with some points up against uh, this New Orleans team. I see where you're going with it. I just I don't seven seven and a half is a big number. Yeah. From Monday night, I'll take you to one o'clock on Sunday. Um, two teams going the wrong, in opposite directions. Um, two coaches, one that we have learned to not trust over the years, and one who's starting to gain our trust. This is the wrong time for the Atlanta Falcons to play the Carolina Panthers. Carolina's rising. I think this is a good week to take them. Atlanta's a disaster. Uh, rule over Quinn all day, every day. Teddy Bridgewater's playing great. Uh, I think Julio Jones isn't playing. And I always saw it last week when Julio was out. Just as Julio disappeared um, at certain times, Ridley disappeared. So Mike Ryan has trouble getting his best receiver of the ball in any uh, situation. Carolina just, uh, you know, Davis is a solid replacement for McCaffrey. He's been great. I just think I just that they're one point underdogs. I know it's in Atlanta. I don't think it matters. Atlanta's defense stinks. They're hurt. Tay Bridgewater puts puts up a big number on them and uh, wins this one outright on Sunday. So you have Carolina plus one. Yes. All right. Believe it or not. One of the four teams I had written down in front of me, I told you I had four picks. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to do some uh, dirty things when you're desperate. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> that applies to sports gambling. Get your, no minds in the gutter on Sunday poor. All right. <laughs> At some point during the season, you know, doing these picks, I'm just going to have to pick every team. And, and many teams have burned me. My record is not good. So some teams I'm going to have to double up with. Some teams I'm just going to have to take a chance with, okay? I like the Falcons this week. Oh, that's dirty. <laughs> I, well, I just – you, you better take a shower before bed tonight, man. If there's, I'm going to cannonball into the tub. If, there <laughs> is, if there's ever a time that the Falcons are going to win a game. I mean, I, just, I don't see them being a 1-15 or a 2-14. It's not going to work out that easily for the Falcons. You know what I mean? They, they'd be better off if they were 1-15 because then they could draft Trevor Lawrence. They're going to find a way to win like four, five games, maybe six tops. You know, what do they own four now? Mm-hmm. At some point, they're going to win a game. And I just think, listen, Carolina's done a great job. They started 0-2. They've won two in a row. At some point, Atlanta's going to have to win a game. Atlanta's a classic bully team, too. At some point, they're just going to show up. They're going to beat the shit out of a team. And everyone's going to be like, you see? You see what this team can do? You see the potential this team has? They're better than their record. I think this could be the week. Okay? So I'm, I'm going to lock in Atlanta minus one. I'm taking a chance. Nothing has worked so far with the picks. So maybe Atlanta <laughs> maybe Atlanta could get me uh, back on the right track. No one, no one has ever said that. Maybe Atlanta can get me back on the right track. But that's what, that's what, uh, that's what we're going with there. Yeah, you are desperate. Desperate, man. You can't, feel, you can't feel good. You cannot feel good saying that. You know we're recording, right? <laughs> there are people. Well, listen, if there's people who are using my picks, they're in trouble. Take, hey, take Carolina. Fade me. 
Uh, what can I say? <laughs> you do do what you want with my picks. You know what I mean? I'm not telling you to take them or fade them. Neither, either or. <laughs> you make the call. Oh, wow. Whoa. That was a soft, soft throw right there. That was nice touch. touch. That was all touch, Nick, Nick Foles. That was like the throw in uh, Little Giants when they're throwing the, the uh, toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, in the aisle, that was nice. Oh wow, they got to call the annexation the annexation of Puerto Rico next to win it. Yeah, don't give Matt Nagy any ideas. <laughs> um, it's good. I mean, it's going to come down to the Bears field goal. Like I said, it's it's just, this team is just it's destined. Destined. It is, to happen. it is. Who's their kicker? Cairo Santos. Oh, okay. Didn't it's, he hurt himself it. celebrating one time? Was that him? That was Martin Gramatica. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like 20 um, years ago. Wow, what's they're, Ky- they're playing for the field goal. Too. What's Cairo Santos' claim to fame? He's a Chiefs kicker? Yeah, he was uh, – That's yeah. it? That's it? That's it. Just being a kicker? Okay. Um, all right. I'll go to – I think this is a 4 o'clock game. Uh, this game – I think this is a game um, of – or they're playing who the fuck are you? Both teams I don't think really have a complete identity yet. I think – People have an idea about them. People want to believe certain things about these guys. People want to think Cleveland's a good team. People have been waiting for Cleveland to be a good team. They put up a monster number on on the Dallas Cowboys, who had I think they had seven people on the field on defense last week. Um, Indy, Indy, uh, same thing. I mean, that's not it's a team that we're not really sure about yet, right? They have a good defense. It seems like. Is Philip Rivers done? He hasn't really been tested. He hasn't been throwing. A, he's not throwing a deep ball. He's not throwing for a ton of yards. Um, he's been a game manager for the most part. Um, the Browns' wins have been against Cincinnati, Washington, Dallas. Indy's wins have been against the Vikings, the Jets, and the Bears. Uh, both, I think, are they both uh, three in a row? Have they both won three in a row? I think this is a who are we game. Indianapolis is favored by a point and a half. It's a contender pretender game. Yes, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. I like who the fuck are you? That's I like going that way. Also unbettable, but go ahead with your pick. Yeah, well, I, I just this is how much I don't like the Cleveland Browns. This is this is me. This is an anti Cleveland Brown pick. Do you find it easier to, to, to pick a team that you that you like? Not like 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 root for like the Dolphins, but do you, mm-hmm. do you find it easier to, to to bet a team you like or to bet against a team that you hate? Like on the board, like on, like on the board, like betting against the Falcons. Yes, yes. Because um, hate I is think... like, I was, hate hate is so powerful. Like I just feel like I bet against teams more than I bet for teams. Yeah, I, I mean, I I've been so lost this year that I don't even know what I'm doing. Uh, it's fair. <laughs> I don't fair assessment. I try not. I see. I try not to let my emotions get involved at all when I when I bet. I try and just to look at the numbers and play the percentages more than anything. Obviously, you're gonna I, let. I don't your mean I don't, take over a little bit, but I don't mean hate like I don't like Odell. I'm not a bit. I, I'm I'm completely off the Baker um, bandwagon. I, I don't yeah. mean like that. I mean just on on paper, like on like on the. You just don't think that they're as good as they are. Like I hate how I hate how people think they're that good. I don't believe it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That you like betting the uh, the team that's always getting a few extra points. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. maybe Vegas believes in them a little bit more, or maybe the public just believes in them. Yeah. Like the Cowboys are kind of like that. 
Yeah, yeah. Cowboys get a little bit too much respect. Um, so yeah. the, I like I like Indy's D. I think people are going to be on Cleveland a lot because I think people were impressed with them after last week. But let's not forget how bad Dallas's defense is. Cairo Santos put it through the uprights. Yeah, the Bears man, Bears man messed up the clock management though a little bit. Yeah, Brady's got a minute and change left. Um, uh, Baker Mayfield, let's not let's not crown him the next Pat Mahomes just yet. You know, let's not forget it was uh, Jarvis Landry had the best pass last week um, against Dallas, and that was with a lot of points on the board. That was the best throw that you saw was from him. Um. Uh yeah, that's pretty. That's that's where that's that's it, man. That's that's it. I just don't. I just What's don't think spread? Cleveland. What do you have in, that in Indy by a point and a half. Indy minus one and a half. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I if I took that, that's like the last game on the board. Br- I would bet. I just Br- Browns D is not good. I like Indy's. I like Indy's O line. Like Indy's O line is good. I just feel like they're gonna. There's more technically sound. I feel like there's more. They have more things going for them that makes sense to me. I got yeah, Odell, Odell's not going to score four touchdowns this week. No, no, different, different uh, class of defense they're going yeah. up against. Um, yep. I don't know. I don't know what to make of the Colts. I didn't think they'd be this good. I'm shocked they're three and one. I can't believe they actually have a chance to go four and one. I can't believe either of these teams is going to be four and one. To be honest, um, I guess I would, if the Colts D is as good as people are saying, I guess I would lean Colts. Yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess the Colts have been a little bit more impressive, well, but I, I wouldn't. I, I can't touch that game. Well, like I said, this is a who the fuck are you game. At the beginning of the season, I had Indy winning their division, and I thought Cleveland was going to stink. So I got to I got to stick, stick with into your guns. Yeah, yeah, I got to believe it. All right, so we haven't we haven't matched up yet. No, so complete opposite. One game you wouldn't touch. One game you picked the other team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So let's see, I have two more written down. One of them is like an obvious pick, and one of them is more of a contrarian pick. I feel like I have to go with both, though. I just my 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 third pick is not an obvious pick, I don't think. It's no, not. it's definitely not. It's not an obvious pick. Underdog? So, they are an underdog, yes. One o'clock? No. Oh, okay. Mine's a one o'clock. Um one All o'clock right, dog. One o'clock dog. Who is your one o'clock dog? Uh, uh, you like Jacksonville? No. Cincinnati. Cincinnati, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Philly. I mean, I just do all the dogs now. Washington. <laughs> yes, Washington is the team I like. Okay, all right. They bench Haskins wow. this week. Kyle Allen, huh? Yeah, I feel like, I mean, Kyle Allen gave Carolina, I don't think he's good, but he, he did give them a spark, uh, Carolina a spark, last, uh, last year when he came in, mm-hmm. until obviously the bloom came off the Kyle Allen rose and he ended up in Washington. Yep. <laughs> um, I, I Personally, I wouldn't have blamed, I wouldn't have benched Haskins, only because I feel like you have to kind of see what you have. He hasn't even played a full season Ooh. yet. Oh, it's almost a pick, sorry. Yeah, tip tip pass. Fourth down coming up. Fourth and five. Is that Ron? Is that Ron Rivera? Just you know, didn't think he liked inheriting him, and just kind of wants to. He's just ready to 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 do what he wants to do. 
he's not he's not married to the kid. Well, is this like Rivera's first year with Washington? Yes, yeah. it is, right? Yeah. So he coached Kyle Allen last year. That could be oh, a fact. Oh yeah, there. it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he like yeah, I don't know. And then you have the Rams who I thought the Rams would be good this year. I thought they'd be better than you thought they'd be. But the Rams, they just you watch them play and they just I don't know, they're like kind of like a blah team. Mm-hmm. Nice. No flags. That's it. No flags. That's Bears. it. No flags, right? Yeah. Fuck you, Tom. That's All a right. cover. That's that is it. a cover. That's an on the field money line cover. Yes, sir. Did he not know what down it. it was? Why did he put up a four? He ran the route. Who was that 36? He ran the route. Bears D came to play. Hey, he's old, old ass quarterbacks in a short week, man. Cameron Brady, and that should that should have been offensive interference. Brady thought it was third down. I'm, I have the closed captioning on. That's great. Wow, I don't know. I don't know, man. I think Joe Montana may have just eclipsed them as the goat with that. You can't forget what down it is. Eclipsed them. I thought Joe Montana was the goat. <laughs> I don't. Well, I don't know. I was ready to give it to Brady, but now he's. <laughs> I mean, geez. They, Foles is just his kryptonite. Nick Foles does it again. The Tom. <laughs> he has his number. Guy wins a shootout. He, can, he can win a shootout in the Super Bowl, or he can win a you know drag him out defensive battle in Chicago <laughs> in October. Oh yeah, my friends are going bonkers on on the uh, on the group text. Oh Tom, it's four, Tom. It was fourth down, man. You can't. You're not in New England. Anymore. Oh. You're not going to get an extra down. Not, sorry, man. Bill Belichick's not there to hold your bottle for you, Tommy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hanging his head in shame. Wow. Oh. Don't know what oh, down man. it is. The hell? Yeah. I mean, what the hell is going on in New England, man? Just, they have to wipe this guy's ass for him, too? He doesn't know what down it is? Time to retire, Tommy. Time yep. to retire. It's time to put Tom in a home. <laughs> He's starting to forget what down it is. TB12. Uh, yeah, what's he, going he, on? He didn't, get his, he didn't get his B12 shot this week, I guess. Have a fucking strawberry, Tom. Helps with your memory. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> someone, oh, must have slipped, someone must uh, have slipped a tomato in his uh, smoothie or something. He doesn't eat tomatoes. <laughs> He's all off now this week. Tampa uh, Bay, Tom. Forgetting the downs on a tough Thursday night matchup. Losing mm, to the Bears. Mm, mm. Sunday poor Twitter page. 2-0 and o today. That's like to hear. What? Yeah. Hey. Don't embarrass Bears money line. I said. I said Bears money line. Don't even take the stinking points. The three and two Tampa Bay Bucks and the Bears. A uh, maybe a fraudulent four and one, but a four and one nonetheless. A four, a four, a four and one. They're not sure about their quarterback because that's going to yeah. be a thing. It's going to be a thing all year. Yeah, I mean, I think you have to stick with Foles just because Trubisky is right. Yeah, that's it, right. yeah. It's yeah. Uh, all right, so I guess I'm going Washington. Kyle okay. Allen, Ron. I actually think Washington's defense is good for some reason. I don't know if that's true or not, though. <laughs> Maybe that's why you're not winning these games. <laughs> I don't know if it's true. I feel like I may have heard that their D is good. I haven't really been locked into the football team's defense. Okay, all right. Um, and I and it's more of a – this is actually – uh, more of an anti-Rams pick because, I, like I said, you you didn't really like him coming into the season. I thought I thought they'd be pretty good. I thought they'd be a playoff team, but you just watch them play; they're just very blah. Like they're just very 
you don't you come away very unimpressed with the Rams yeah. at times, you know? Like last week against the Giants, they had ten points halfway through the fourth quarter. Like how is that yeah, how is that possible before they eventually put the game away? And then, you know, against the Bills, they fall behind big. And obviously, you know what happened at the end of the game, they get the assist from the officials. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't know. I, I just think Washington's gonna keep this game close. I think they're gonna have a lead at some point. I think the Rams win. Um, I think the Rams win. I just think they're really gonna have to work for, it and it could it could be just a you know close game, maybe like a real uh, hard luck loss for the Redskins. Think like twenty eight, twenty four, something along those lines. So uh, I'll take Washington plus seven. Okay, there you go. That's your underdog pick. Okay. Um, yeah, you. Okay, a couple weeks ago, you picked against the team I'm going to pick against. I picked or, against. I don't know if you actually picked against them, but your reasoning was spot on. Seattle it must have been in the honorable mentions. Seattle likes to play tight games. They're, they're always letting teams in. Minnesota, to me, is a team that every year you kind of count out early, and then they make some noise eventually, and then they become the, the Vikings in the playoffs. It's uh, – they're they're a weird they're a weird kind of just a roller coaster type team. They're up and down. They're up and down. And this I think this is they're going to show up for the Seattle game. Um, they're going to be able to run the ball a little bit, control a little bit, keep it out of Russ's hands a little bit. I think Cousins will have a decent game. He's got that kid Justin Jefferson, dealing like they they have they have the uh, the weapons on offense. Um, not necessarily a complete shootout. You don't want to have a total shootout with Seattle. You probably get burned. But I think Minnesota can compete enough with Seattle to stay to keep it under a touchdown. Um, I just I, I think that's there's a they're a weird fucking team, and I'm going with your logic that didn't work against Dallas. I think it's going to work against Minnesota. Um, it worked for like the first fifty eight minutes, right? And Minnesota's yeah, so. Um, yeah, Minnesota's a team that you probably shouldn't trust, but you got to kind of pick your spots with them. And this, I think, will be – I think they'll show up primetime game um, on the road. I think they'll show up. Uh, so give me Minnesota plus seven on Sunday night. Seattle was actually the fourth team I had written down, so I'll let you take Minnesota. Seattle was my, <laughs> Seattle was my obvious don't think too hard. Wow, oh, man! I, you know, it's funny. Like this, this, this week, I felt like last week I had no, I feel for the board. I know I'm two and one in the show, um, but overall, I just had no feel for what was going on. And I had, I just this week, I feel a little bit different. I had, to, I had to kind of see the games that felt obvious to me. And I mean, that's right. It's gonna blow up in my face. It's gonna backfire. Oh, having on three week or something. But I had, I got to kind of look at the games that I that looked. That felt obvious, but didn't. I didn't have it like hundred percent in my gut. Mm-hmm. And I, that's why I went, and maybe it's just because I had a string of two ones. I'm feeling cocky, but like I said last week, I just I didn't feel like I had any idea what was going on, on the board. And uh, yeah, last week was, I yeah, last week was brutal. There was nothing I liked on the board last week. I really had to squeeze three picks out. Yeah, yeah. So I just uh, yeah, kind of looking at it a little differently this week, and that's why I'm taking. Uh, two two road teams, uh, three road teams. <laughs> Shit, three road teams. All right, <laughs> didn't realize that. Yeah. Didn't realize that until just now. 
I mixed it up. I had uh, I don't know. I was, never mind. Two home teams and a neutral site team. If it's in Indianapolis, <laughs> I, I was going to say a road, a home, and a neutral site, but no road teams out here. It's going to be a crazy week, man. We got uh, we have two Monday night football games again, and a, and a Tuesday night football game. If everything goes possibly, well. yeah. yeah, I'm still skeptical about the Tuesday night. Yeah, I don't. It's really it's really uh, up in the and air. And Thursday night football might get pushed to Sunday or Saturday. Oh, okay. It's Saturday. I saw Sunday. All right. It Saturday. could. It may. It could be Sunday. I'm sure everything. Everything's on the board. I'm sure. I'm sure. So it's going to be wild. Yes. Oh, by the way, official now. It will be Garrett Cole versus Tyler Glass now on two days rest tomorrow. Uh, so he's going like an inning or two. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Who knows? It's you know, Glass now, Snell for a couple. Like that's their mm. that's their game. I feel like in a do-or-die, winner-take-all game, you just – like if Tyler Glassnow comes out and he's just awesome, why wouldn't you just pitch him? Who cares if he's on two days rest? Yeah, I guess you got to go with – yeah, see what he's got. Yeah, like he pitched, he pitched yeah. – like you would think – no, you would think like he can only give you a couple innings. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, adrenaline should be good for an inning or two. I don't know, I hope we fucking kill him, but – I don't know. I'm always like I, I, I. You have to man these games. You got to manage with your eyes, man. Yeah, I don't you can't these... worry. You can't worry about pitch, the time to worry about pitch counts and all that shit, man. That's that's for you know regular season. That's for May and June. In this case, you know, this year July and August. You can't worry about that shit now. Yeah, but these guys, you say you can manage with your eyes, but these guys always have one eye on the fucking spreadsheet. Oh no, I'm sure um, Cash will have someone warming up in the first inning if a guy um, gets on. Yeah. I'm just saying, I wouldn't be surprised if they try and extend if he's pitching well. Obviously, yeah. uh, can I make one more football point before uh, we yeah. wrap it up? Yeah, uh, we know Bill O'Brien is ousted finally. I never, never forgive Bill O'Brien for trading uh, Dodger Hopkins. Another one more fuck you. Uh, Watson the Hopkins should have been something that we watched forever. So fuck you again. I have no problem repeating that over and over again. But it was said that he was in a shouting match with J.J. Watt prior to his firing. Did you hear that? You got the uh, like verbal argument? So I think it's safe to say J.J. Watt, coach killer. Just put it yeah. out there. I'm just putting it out there. Cancer in the locker room. I know we've been calling for his head for years, but, uh, you know, it just it, – the, the, the shoe fits, man. They're yelling, they're, they're, yelling in, they're yelling in the locker room, and a week later the guy's gone. I can only look at the leader on defense, and he's a coach killer. J.J. Watt, he's a, he's, you, don't want, you don't want him around. He can't play nice with others. <laughs> no. He's like a toddler. <laughs> That's it. Can't, That's can't have nice things with I just, J.J. Watt. I just wanted to get that out. I just want to get that out in the 60th minute here. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, all right, man. Well, you got anything else uh, before we wrap up the show for tonight? No, just uh, follow us at Sunday Four. I had a good day today with the uh, Astros and the Bears money lines. Profited off that a little bit. And um, game five tomorrow, by the time you guys are listening to this, it'll be game five tonight in just a few hours. It looks like the, the Padres are going to lose, which will push the game back to 7 o'clock. So uh, we will be on after the game to recap game five. We'll either be drinking our tears or uh, looking forward to the ALCS. Um, We'll see what happens, and we'll uh, talk to you guys shortly. Thanks for listening, everybody.
Bellinger go deep in this game too? Uh, I, I really haven't really turned this game on. Dodgers yeah. just – the Padres don't have anybody to pitch. Yeah. yeah. They did like a little opener. I think they did an opener today. Yeah. It, it, that's one thing about tomorrow. You cannot lose to a fuck. You, Garrett Cole against an opener. I don't care if the opener's glass now. I don't care if he goes three innings or whatever. I, 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 there's no way he's pitching six innings tomorrow glass now. There's no way. They, they no. wouldn't ever let a guy do that in 2020. Um, of course, if they if, it's, if they do it, it's going to be glass now. It's going to be against the Yanks. He's going to have a no hitter through six. Yeah, he threw ninety three. Did I say that ninety three pitches on Tuesday? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't I don't know what to expect. Cole threw ninety seven. But um, I just feel like we're in there. I just feel like we're in their their house now. Like this is their game. It's just well, this get, was get, this was the whole point of at the longer the series goes on, the more it favors the Rays. Yeah. Because they have a million arms. Yeah. And just, um, they they literally use their one through twenty five, and we're like one through maybe one through six, sixteen. <laughs> one one through forty five, according to you. Nah, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It's just I mean they did they came out and just were pinch hitting guys like three four guys in a row. It felt like at the end of the game, it's like how many guys do you have on your bench? Hunter <laughs> Renfro, the dude Brasseau, Mike Brasseau, dude the Chapman buzz. They have the backup catcher who hit like a dinger last night opposite field out of nowhere. They have the, they have. Do you see the Asian Babe Ruth they have? Yeah, some games, that some was, games you don't even see him. His highlight reel was incredible. Yeah, tell I got to look at this roster, man. I think they're cooking the books over there, man. It's possible they might have some guys listed in there twice, but the same names, you know. Hmm. Yep. It's weird. <laughs> Like in Black Sheep, the election scandal. That's, <laughs> they had, that's had dead had dead people voting. Yeah, there's other examples of that, but yeah, that Black Sheep's a good one. So <laughs> that's the first one that comes to my mind. Mike Donnelly. <laughs> Who Both was it? Mike Donnelly? What was the opponent's name? What was her name? Uh, it was a woman. Yeah, she was. She's a piece of work. Yeah, she. Uh, Doing t- probably, Nancy probably still in jail. <laughs> Nancy, Nancy yeah. Taylor. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, let me get this shit out. Uploaded and all that. Oh, kind of Governor Elvin Tracy. Governor, oh, she's official. Evelyn she's a, Tracy. There it is. Yeah, and Al Donnelly was the politician. Mike Donnelly was Farley's character. Governor Al Donnelly. Right, yeah. Ran a clean campaign for the most part. Yeah, well. Rowan. Brother, brother put him over the top. Rudes. Officer me off. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Alrighty. I'll send this down a few, all right? Yep. See you tomorrow. Later.